So what do I charge that supports my ultimate happiness and success? Welcome to The Found Podcast with Molly Knuth, a podcast for women who are founding and getting found with their businesses online. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and my mission is to help women rewrite how we live and work on our own terms. We want to grow families, impact others for the better, and be a positive force in our communities. But we also want to have a fulfilling life, you know? In the past six years, I've gone from being a stay-at-home mom to a freelance social media marketer to a hashtag boss babe, managing client needs, talented team members, and my husband and four kiddos on our little farm here in Eastern Iowa. And what I've learned in that time is that it's not just about going full force or any one-size-fits-all strategy for a business owner. It takes you leaning into your unique gifts, intuition, and goals, and learning who you are as a person along the way to founding this business. So come along for lessons and stories from female founders growing and scaling their businesses through energetics, tried and true tactics, and high vibe personal growth. Be ready to get found. Hey listener, welcome back to another episode of The Found Podcast. Today's episode is a good one. We are talking about packaging and pricing your offers. Now, this is going to be an episode that really does pertain to service providers or to those who have the opportunity to really like create the pricing and the structures in their business that they want. They have the freedom and the alignment to charge what they need to or want to and build out offers that reflect that. So even if you're like not a business owner or you're a product-based business owner, listen up because there might be places where you get inspired to incorporate some service offerings. So don't feel like this doesn't apply to you at all, but it is going to be really the most geared toward those women who are working on creating their service-based business. And today we're talking specifically about how to package your offers and how to price them. This is a question that I get all the time, specifically in programs that I'm working with a lot of newer entrepreneurs or people who maybe have like established a portion of their business. As I referred to earlier, maybe they have a product and now they want to take it into a service industry and figure out how they can really maximize their time through something like that. And I decided why not have an episode that's about this specific thing. And also if you need a little bit more, if you find yourself someone who is in the newer stages of business and you're like, yes, this is going to be so helpful. I also need to know a little bit more about like the other sides of establishing a business. Make sure you head over to the website, mollyknuthmedia.com slash shop and check out the self-paced eight module business bootcamp offer. It is actually this specific podcast is coming straight from one of the modules. And we also have other modules about how to provide exceptional customer experience, how to market how to get your business legit, how to establish the right energy, how to act in alignment. So it really does take a holistic approach to getting your business found and off the ground. So head over to mollyknuthmedia.com slash shop and look for business bootcamp if you are interested in that. Okay, so let's continue with pricing and packaging. I am so excited to talk about this subject. In the early days of Molly Knuth Media, when I was getting my own business figured out, I remember a distinct memory of that moment where I decided, okay, this is a thing. This is a need. We're actually going to do this. I'm actually going to pursue this business ownership thing. 
And I needed to figure out how could I share what I could do with people who could potentially use it. And then I knew that the next question would be after, what do you do? How do you charge for this? And I sat down at my parents' kitchen table and I talked with my mom who has some background in marketing. And I was like, okay, this is what I think I can do. And at the start, I remember saying, I think this would be like five hours. I think this would be like 10 hours. And here's what I think I could charge for that. And I was building out these packages on a monthly basis, but I was using the concepts of hours worked and dollar amount per hour as the base for how I would charge for that. And I remember like being so in my head and overthinking this and wondering if I could deliver in a way that would be meaningful and impactful for my clients. And was I being too big for my britches asking for this amount of money? Um, Would people say yes? Would they say no? And I was just a bundle of raw nerves. And I was so, so scared to release it. But release those prices I did. And I put those prices and those packages on my Facebook page and I put them on my website and I put them on a flyer that I could hand out. And I still felt really raw and nervous about it, but I did it and I put it out there. And it didn't take me long to realize that those prices that I started with were not necessarily sustainable. A, if I was a growing business, B, they didn't reflect my efficiency, and C, they didn't reflect my expertise, the investments I was making in my own knowledge. And so over time, I had to continuously readjust those packages, up my prices, and get in line with this new evolved version of me, wherever that was at any stage of the past six years of my business. So Today, we're going to talk about where do you price and package your offers from the beginning entrepreneur point, and then how do we know when it's time to change those rates? All right, let's get into it. So what I want you to remember is that you can choose to think in ways that will support you in your happiness and in your success instead of ways that don't. So I think back to that Molly of early 2017 who was so nervous to ask for $225 for 10 hours of Facebook marketing work. And I was like, oh my gosh, nobody's going to pay that. And I was thinking about what would I do if somebody said no? And how personally I took it when people said, oh my gosh, that's kind of a lot, isn't it, Molly? But I have to also think about what is my time worth? Because when I am saying it's $225 for 10 hours of marketing work, that's also 10 hours that I am not spending with my kids or that I am not able to create podcasts or I am not able to work with my group programs or mow my lawn or fold my laundry. And all of that time has a value too. So it's not just what I can like what I can charge that makes sense, quote unquote, but it's also what do I charge that supports my ultimate happiness and success. And that's where I want you to frame your thoughts today as we go through the rest of this podcast episode. Think about how your happiness and your success can be uplifted through this discussion of packaging and pricing instead of feeling lack or scarcity or fear or powerlessness or shame. Because when we come to this conversation 
and myself included, when I'm talking about money or raising prices, a lot of those feelings of fear and shame and vulnerability come up. And I can even feel my gut starting to hurt right now. Like my stomach really gets like a pang in it because I I just feel so nervous talking about money. But I want to remind you that this is a normal process as a business. And a lot of the business owners that you're going to talk to and work with, they have like they know there's a price of doing business and what you charge. I mean, it'll either be in alignment with what they can afford or it's not, but you have to always charge in what's in alignment with what you can afford, both like financially for yourself and your family and also in a time comparison for yourself and your family. So that's where we're coming from. We're coming not from this feeling of lack and scarcity and low vibration. We're coming to this conversation with a feeling of opportunity and a possibility and what could be. And it's so exciting when we talk about it in that perspective. I can feel that like that like that fear that was housed in my belly like is now like a smile on my face because I'm like, oh my gosh, like think of, you could make this whatever you want. You could charge whatever you want. You're the boss. So exciting. All right. So now that we've established that, first of all, when we're thinking of packaging and pricing, it starts with your core offer. So for me at Molly Knuth Media, when I was getting my business off the ground and established, my core offer was in Facebook page management. So I began with what I would consider my middle offer, and it was 10 hours of service. I would do four posts per week. I would manage comments and inbox messages. I would create the content. I would plan the content. I would deliver reports at the end of the month. And I think back to that and I'm like, oh my gosh, I only charged $2.25 for that. Um, But that was my middle of the road offer. By framing it that way, I really allowed myself to have the space to either up level that if I wanted to increase the time invested or the deliverables, increase my rate from there. Or with that being my middle of the road offer, I could downsell and create a package that was maybe more accessible for people who didn't have quite that budget, but they needed some of those services. So I could shave off some of those deliverables or shave off some time from that middle of the road package in order to make it accessible to people who weren't at that budget. So first, it starts with that core offer. What do you want that middle of the road, main thing that you're going to direct everybody to? What do you want that to be? In this offer, what I want you to do is really build it around what is that skill or that service that you want to be known for and that you want to spend your time doing. Because that's different, right? We could be known for Like for me right now, I'm still known for social media because that's how the business got built on. But if I'm building out main offers right now, if I'm evolving, maybe it's still social media or maybe I say, you know what? I want this main offer to evolve and I want my main offer to be the bundle of social media with email marketing. But whatever that is, there's a main offer that you're going to deliver and drive everybody to. That's going to be the first thing you tell them about. That's the thing that lights you up that you know you can do, that you know with confidence you can deliver and get results on behalf of your customer for. And when you're building out that offer, I encourage you to write it down on like a piece of paper and give it a really juicy title. So for me, it wasn't super juicy, but I was like the premier package. And right now I just call it like tier one. (laughs) So it doesn't have to be super juicy, but if it is juicy, like make sure it's still understandable. 
So it's not like, like for me, if I did like VIP, like I have to make sure that it's delivering VIP kind of services. You know what I mean? But write down what is the title and then list out what is that delivery that they're going to get with this package. So write down the main delivery. So for me, it was like that 10 hours of social media. And then write down any additional feature you deliver in this program. So it might not be necessarily a deliverable, but it's if you bring it as a part of what you're giving your client or your customer, it should be listed in this package offer. So for me, for social media marketing back at the beginning, it said 10 hours of Facebook page management. And then underneath that was a bulleted list that said content planning, content creation, comment management, inbox management, monthly reporting. And it had everything listed there. Now, as my business evolved over the years, I adjusted that and I could change it. And you can do that too. But it starts with what is this main offer? And what are the things that your client or your customer are going to get when they purchase or are brought to this page on your website? Okay. Now, what I would also recommend on that same piece of paper is what is your upsell or your upgrade offer? And then what is your downsell or your simplified version of that offer? So if your main offer is 10 hours of social media management, four posts per week, maybe your upsell is 15 hours a week of social media management, six posts per week, two platforms of delivery. So that's a much higher touch. You get more time, you get more exposure, you get an additional platform. And so that warrants that upsell or that upgraded price. Conversely, what can you shave off to make it that downsell or that more accessible price point? So maybe if we're starting with that 10 hours of social media on Facebook, we can say, all right, I'm going to go down to five hours per week. You don't get monthly reports and you don't get um, comment management. We're just doing content planning and content creation and very simple kinds of graphics. So that would be a more accessible price point. And it's not, it's a little bit less than your middle of the road deliverables. This is called an offer suite because it's built around that main offer and you can meet people at a variety of levels, depending on what their budget is, what their time investment is. And they can either go for your main delivery, which is that middle of the road package, or they can upgrade or downgrade based on what their needs and their budget are. So that's one way to package your services. Now, how do we tag a price on that? So when I was starting out, what I did was, again, I calculated my main offer based on what did I want to get per hour. And I also said, how much would people like legitimately spend on me? Which was totally the wrong, like looking back, I should have said, okay, what do I need to make per month or what do I desire to make per month and work backwards from that? But I was at the beginning coming from the space of like, oh my gosh, nobody's going to pay me to do their Facebook pages. And then I was proven wrong to my extreme delight. Um, But when I was doing that, I said, okay, people might reasonably pay me $20 an hour. And then I said, okay, how many hours am I working? And then I put in a little bit of additional um, on top of that to cover things like taxes or some of the programs that I was offering. Then to upsell, I said, okay, if I'm doing five more hours of work, and I'm doing $20 an hour, that'll be $100 more for that upsell. If I'm creating the price on that downsell, 
Then I say, all right, I'm only doing five hours of work so I can shave $100 off of that middle of the level price. So that's how I did it to start. Today, as I am looking at pricing and packaging for someone who has more experience, more education, more people to support, my main offer has to be built around what is the value that people are getting from this offer. Now, at the beginning, if you're somebody who's still working through some of these money mindset things or you're still getting your feet wet and getting established, absolutely it's okay to build your packages on the dollar per hour. And actually at the beginning, I think that's smart because when you're starting out, it's going to take you more time to do even some of the basic level things because you're getting that learning curve established. But as you get experience and wisdom and you are a little more efficient in your processes and you know what works and what doesn't, pretty soon what used to take you 10 hours only takes you five or three. And if you're only charging based on your hourly rate, You, as you get more efficient and more skilled, are actually paying yourself less. So in the beginning, I think it's totally fine to base your rates on your hours spent. But at some point, you're going to come to a level of your business where you're like, okay, I'm so efficient that I can't charge hourly or my prices cannot be based on that hourly wage when I'm looking at this package rate. I need to charge based on the value. And so when you're doing value-based pricing, think about a couple of things. How much time are you saving your client or your customer? So for example, if it's going to take you two hours to do a week's worth of social media content, how much time would that take your client to do that in return? It might take them 10 hours because they're doing, they're not as skilled as you are, or they don't have the programs that you do. So some of that value that you're charging for is their time. The other thing you should look at from a client perspective when you're building out these packages is thinking about like, what does it take for them to get the return on the investment that they're making with me? So if you have um, a target market of people who are boutique owners and maybe you are charging like, let's use that 225 again for your base rate, like how many shirts are they going to have to sell to pay for that? Versus let's say a client that you have is doing high-level coaching and consulting. How long or what are they going to have to sell to make that 225? So depending on your target market or your industry, that's also going to influence what you charge for your rates. There's like an industry-level rate that you should take into account for your pricing and your services. I also do encourage you to look at what are other people in that same industry of you charging in your local area because that can be used to inform your decision-making too. And I remember at one point um, early in my career, I learned that there was an agency nearby that for what I was charging $225 a month for, they were charging $600 a month for. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so, why, how can they charge that much? How do they find clients? How can people pay that? Because like I was using my own money mindset and my own like wallet size to say, oh my gosh, everybody must have these same thoughts. But Peeling back the layers, obviously that agency had more people to employ. They had more knowledge. They had more expertise. They had um, a lot more overhead than I had to cover. And as I've gotten older and more seasoned and been here a little bit longer, I can see that, oh yes, there are things that at the time when I was beginning, I didn't take into account. 
And so I say that all just to give yourself grace and give yourself flexibility that where you start isn't where you're always going to be. And you can allow yourself to look at others and not necessarily play the comparison game like I did at the beginning, but use that to just kind of inform and guide you as you're creating your packages and your pricing. Okay. Now, we just talked about your offer suite based on your base package and doing upsell and downsell. Another way that you can do your packages and your pricing for your business is having low ticket, mid ticket, and high ticket offers. So within your offer suite for your business, you can create, and especially if you're somebody who's doing a lot of online business work, you can create offers that are low ticket, meaning that they're accessible, they're low investment value, um, that maybe they're not as involved with your time. Maybe it's something like a digital product or a self-paced course that you can have at a low ticket price point and it's not going to take a ton of time investment on your end. You can also create mid-ticket offers where this is going to be like your middle of the road. It's going to take some time and one-on-one customization from you. It's also going to be at a higher price point than that low ticket offer. But as a result, they're going to get a little bit more connection with you or they're going to get a little bit more one-on-one attention. And then you can build out high ticket offers. These are going to be those offers that are at your highest price point that you charge. And they're going to offer like the closest proximity to you as the coach or the leader or the person doing the actual work on the account. And it could offer um, the highest proximity or also the quickest transformation. So let's put this into perspective for an actual business. So let's say that you are an accountant and you want to bring some of this low, mid, and high ticket into what you offer because you can only do so much one-on-one work with clients. So maybe your mid-ticket offer is that one-on-one bookkeeping or it's that one-on-one tax prep. But also into your business, you want to add some passive income opportunities. So this gives you an opportunity to do some low-ticket offers. Maybe you have a low-ticket like $25 one-time purchase for the spreadsheet that you use and they can just plug in their own information. Once they purchase, they just get your spreadsheet that they can copy and start using. Maybe the low ticket offer is something like uh, access to a personal finance video series where you record it once, it gets housed in a Google Drive. If somebody purchases it, they get the special link to the Google Drive. They can watch through that program at their own pace. Now, as we move up to that mid-ticket range, that's where they have a little bit more proximity and interaction with you. So maybe that's where they have that opportunity to have that ongoing retainer of bookkeeping services. Or maybe it's working with somebody who's on your team in that regards. And then you can build in high ticket offers, which are things like VIP days. So it's a short term relationship. They work with you for a one day, but they get a quick transformation in that they understand where they're at and where they need to go. And it doesn't take several months of working together like your mid ticket offer. They get really condensed, concise container that they're working with you. And because of that, you can charge a higher price point. And this can be taken over into a variety of industries. So social media marketers, virtual assistants, um, life coaches, you can all incorporate this low, mid, and high ticket strategy to your offer suite to bring that sliding scale and bring in some passive income opportunities, as well as some high touch, short timeframe opportunities as well into your product suite. For somebody who's a product-based business owner, let's say that you like 
have a boutique or you have a hair salon, you can still make something like this work for you when we have the sliding scale of low, mid, and high. And you can always bring in a source of like online passive revenue to what you do, no matter your industry. I truly believe that. So let's say that you're a salon professional and you can only get so many people on your books. You have a waiting list and you're constantly booked out three to four weeks and you want to find ways that you can have people like provided by you, but you just don't have to be so one-on-one with them because you just don't have the time capacity for it. So what you can do as some low ticket offers is maybe you have like a special regimen or a special sequence of products and um, at-home care suggestions, and you can create a checklist that walks people through this. Or you have like a subscription box that's like a starter kit for at-home hair maintenance while they're between appointments. And it walks through the specific products you use and the specific schedule of when to use it. And if you want to make that subscription box like super valuable, maybe you have like you send them the actual box that has the products and the brushes and the tools in it. And that could be like easily a $100 plus product, but it doesn't require your time. Another low ticket offer for someone who might be like in the salon or like the personal care field is having a workshop. And so that could be a low ticket offer where you're doing some, like let's say that you want to teach people how to wax their brows at home and you want to do like a one-time workshop so you can serve a bunch of people at the same time. You're going to bring them in for a two-hour session. So you're, instead of doing one-to-one behind the chair or on the esthetician table, you're doing a one-to-many delivery format, which allows you to do that low-ticket offer too. Your mid-ticket is when people are one-on-one getting the services that you provide. And then maybe your high-ticket offer is you are training other people to do exactly what you do in the sequence that you do it. So maybe you're And I'm like, honestly, I don't know all about, I know that like stylists and they need to do continuing education hours. So maybe look at an opportunity to do that or to be a guest speaker at a conference in your industry. So those could be some high ticket offers too. Those are not honestly my best examples that I've ever done, but I hope that brings some creativity to your thinking. All right. As I look at other ways that you can package and price your offers, There are cash infusion opportunities too. As we talked about, you can always host workshops. So instead of being on a one-to-one capacity for how you can deliver your products and your services, you can deliver one-to-many in a workshop format. You can host group programs. So similar to what I do in our social by MKM or our um, business bootcamp, I can have a container that I work with individuals on a four-week or an eight-week or a 12-week time frame, and I can deliver that. It's more personalized than a workshop format, but it's also a longer time frame where we work together, and this can be a virtual or an in-person meeting option, but it offers you the opportunity to go beyond that one-on-one working capacity and go one-to-many. And also, digital products. Where in your business can you create these products? Like You can create PDF guides or video series And how can you create those so that like it doesn't take a ton of time investment on your end once the digital product is initially created? There will be some time investment in the beginning, but how can you create that product so that it can be automatically delivered? People can pay you via PayPal. They get an email with the 
education series, and then you don't have to invest a lot of time at all once that initial time investment is made. And don't forget that you can do whatever you want, you guys. As far as your packaging goes, you're the boss. You can set the limits or the terms or get creative on how you deliver your specific set of knowledge and skills to your ideal market. You don't have rules around it. You create the rules. So like, seriously, I want to hear what your ideas are. So hit me up on Instagram and in the DMs or molly at mollyknuthmedia.com with some really cool like cash producing opportunities that you've incorporated into your business. Because I'm sure there are those of you out there who are like, oh my gosh, I had this creative idea and this is what I did and it took off like gangbusters. So please tell me. All right. Now, when we talk about all of these opportunities that are at your fingertips, again, when we're trying to connect to a price, I want you to remember that your time, your experience, and your efficiency should all factor into that. I also argue that if you've invested in personal development programs, if you've worked with coaches and mentors, if you have a network of other people that your clients and customers then get exposed to because you are who you are and you know who you know, that is worth something too. And remember that you're not just charging based on your quantity of deliverables, you're also charging based on the quality. So some of the highest level service providers deliver like not an exceptional amount of product. It's kind of like thinking about when you go to um, Louis Vuitton versus going to the Dollar Tree. Like Dollar Tree obviously has a ton more product on their shelves than Louis Vuitton, but you know when you're going to a Louis Vuitton, the quality of the limited number of products that are there is much different than the thousands of products that are in the Dollar Tree. So think about you, be the Louis Vuitton or the Dollar Tree, depending on who you want to market yourself to, who you want to connect with. Do you want to connect on quantity or quality? And how do you price yourself as such? Guys, if you can, I'm just like fired up by this. Take into account your hourly rate at the beginning, but then also take into account budgetary needs, sales tax. What are some of the other costs that you might incur if you need to hire out portions of the project or of the job? Make sure that you're charging based on all of these things like rolled together, but know that you don't have to stay stuck to it. Here at MKM, with our like ongoing clients, we do a regular annual contract review period. And this is something I always super, super struggle with because I love my loyal clients. There are some clients here that I've worked with for the duration of my career in social media marketing, which is going on six, seven years now. And we've worked together since the beginning. And so they started at that 225 rate. But over the years, I've like I've learned so much that my rates have to go up. And I have regularly adjusted my rates up over time for new clients. But for those loyal clients, I reserve the right as the owner of the business to give them a special rate just because I want to. And I don't have to have like rules or regulations around it. I look every year at what they're getting as a deliverable. We put it into the contract and we come up with a price that serves the both of us. And they have the option to either come on and continue at that rate. I've had different um, periods where I've increased prices. Some clients have chosen not to re-up and that's okay. It used to really like grind my gears and like make me feel really low about myself if I didn't have a client resign because of price reasons. But now I've like been seasoned enough to know that it's all just part of the business. 
And there's going to be times where people have to like prioritize other things, or maybe they have somebody else that they've decided they really align with and they vibe with and they want to work with someone else. And that's okay. And raising your rates isn't something to be ashamed of. It's something to be proud of because it means that you are advancing and you're evolving and you're getting smarter and more efficient and really valuing what you deliver for your clients. And I want you to know that it's okay to increase your rates as you go. And you can always test it out too, right? You don't have to like stay stuck to a certain time or a certain price, but know that it's okay to make price adjustments as time goes for your business. So while I don't have any like specific, this is what you should be charging in your industry for what you deliver, I want to take all of what I've learned over the past six years and these specific um, points of reference that I've taken in and share those with you today. I hope this has given you a little bit more information about how you can package your offers and like frame your pricing, but know that it's all so unique to each and every one of us because we all have different needs. We all have different budgets. We all have different teams. We all have different investments. We all have different goals and your pricing should be as unique as you are. Okay. Let me know if you have any questions. I thank you so much for being here. We have some great guest interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks, and I cannot wait to share them with you. But in the meantime, if you have specific topics you'd like me to talk about, if you have specific feedback about packaging and pricing for your own business, I'd love to hear it. Hit me up on Instagram at mollyknuth underscore MKM or email me molly at mollyknuthmedia.com. Have a great day, my friends, and I will be back next week with more of the Found Podcast. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening in to The Found Podcast. If you loved what you heard in today's episode, please head over to The Found Podcast on iTunes or Spotify and leave us a review. It means so much to know how you think about these episodes where I pour out my heart or to know what strategies you found most effective from our guest experts. While you're there, you can also check out that library of 100 plus episodes of stories of female founders and successful strategies for getting found in your business. Thank you again for being here this week and I'll be back with even more in next week's episode.